The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, and he cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples approached him and said, This is a deserted place, and it is already late. Dismiss the crowds so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, There is no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourself. But they said to him, Five loaves and two fish are all we have. And he said, Bring them here to me. He ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, looking up to heaven. He said the blessing, broke the bread, gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. Then they picked up the fragments left over, Twelve wicker baskets full. Those who ate were about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When the boss loves you, they don't just say it. Something happens. What happens when the bosses love you? Well, that's easy. (laughs) Bonuses, pay raises, extended vacation time. When what happens then when God loves us Well, when God loves, things pop into existence. Let's say, for instance, I say the word water. Nothing happens. But if God came and appeared before us right now and said the word water, we'd be all downstairs bailing out the basement. St. Clements would be floating down Boylston Street. Because when God loves, things pop into existence. If you want proof of God's love... All you have to do is just take a deep breath. And that's proof. Now, the reason I bring that up is because I want to ask the question, what happens when Christ loves us? Now, that's exactly the question that Paul answers in the second reading that we have just heard. Smack dab in the middle of this uh, letter to the Romans Paul gives us this profound statement on the love of Christ and what happens to us when Christ loves us. It's in the middle of the letter to the Romans because it takes eight chapters for Paul to prepare us for this profound statement. So what happens during these eight chapters? Well, he talks about Adam and Eve. 
So Adam and Eve are in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> of course, the Garden of Eden is a great place. You're in the presence of God. This is God's garden, and it's a good one. Get hungry, go over the bush and pluck off a bunch of handful of blueberries. Or you just put your head up in the air and grab a fresh banana or a coconut. You look up in the cobalt blue sky and you see all kinds of birds. Look down on the ground and you see sapphires and, and, uh, and emeralds and diamonds. and It's just oh, <laughs> the Garden of Eden is paradise. This is beautiful. So there we are in the Garden of Eden, God's presence. And what happens? We got kicked out, banished, because we turned our back on God. So what does God do? God plans to get us back in. And he does that with a promise to Abraham. So there's a plan to get us back in. God gets us back in. God gets us back into his presence again. And what's the first thing we do? We turn our back on God and we walk out again. And we keep doing that. So here's the question. How is it that now that you're in the garden, how is it that you can stay in the garden once you're in the garden? Once you're in God's presence, how do you remain and stay there? Christ. So God the Father sends his son, Christ, into the world. And that's when Paul now presents this profound statement. And he says, nothing, nothing will separate us again. Nothing can separate us. And that's what happens when Christ loves us. We remain, we stay, we never leave. God's presence. When I was growing up, Dad always, he never whispered sweet I love yous in my ear or blew me loving kisses. He shook our hands. So when I did something good, I'd get a handshake. <laughs> and mowed the lawn and did a really good job, I got a handshake. When I got a report card with all A's and B's, I got a handshake. When I graduated from Princeton, I got a handshake. When I become Pope of the Catholic Church, I will get a handshake. (laughs) So when I was young, I shook my father's hand and I said, Dad, why is your hand so hard? It's like a rock. My father said, well, that's because of the calluses that I built up over the years. You carry heavy lumber get splinters from the plywood, frostbite from picking up the nails all winter, you know, working, building, and, and framing houses. You get calluses, and that's why my hand is so hard. And I replied, oh. And if I ever had a doubt that my father didn't care, or that he was 100% dedicated to the family. All I'd have to do is go up, shake his hand, and all the doubts would just go away. When somebody loves, really loves, they don't just say it. Something happens. When God loves us, something happens. 
So here's the question. What happens when we love? 